Oh my god, it's the same person. So apparently, let me see this thing. Yo, apparently, I don't believe you. They both like the Green Goblin. No, oh, no, no, that's legit. That's totally. They even legit. got the same. So apparently, smile. for any for anybody that's listening to this, apparently, apparently, LMA, I came bearing gifts. <laughs> yes, David Dennis <laughs> is with us today. <laughs> he came in bearing the gift of Pete Davidson's doppelganger, LMA. I never would have put that together. I didn't even think about it until you said that. They look alike. No, they look no, very, very they much They might alike. be like the same person. Alike. They got the same amount of teeth in their mouth. Exactly the same amount. Stop it. Exactly the same amount of teeth. That's bothersome. So this begs the question. This important question here. Okay. Does LMA have BDE? Mm. Ah. I mean. I think with somebody who has the audacity to spell her name out on her debut album, maybe. Mm. Mm-hmm. How okay. dare she? Yeah. How dare the, the she? The audacity. Yes. The aud- a is so for audacity. BD audacity. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. That uh that seems I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Did not come to play. At, uh, clearly <laughs> not at all. This isn't even the most breaking news of today, although now I feel like No, I don't want to talk about nothing else but this picture. But this picture right yeah, here. Yeah. And like break who their father down. could possibly be? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Who would be hmm. like? It's the same head shape. I, I think that's like the what, I think same that's really forehead. Yeah, it's less from it's from the forehead down to the eyes where they really. They're look like the same person. Exactly alike. Are they related? I don't know, man. She's from London, right? Is she from the, across the pond? Somewhere? Where Where is Pete from? LMA. He's from New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could be never like forget. A T and Tamara separation at birth kind of thing. What? Perhaps. Oh. I mean, look, guys. Ooh. There's a lot going on in the world right now that doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. So this young, this when I was be young it. and washed. There was used to be this show that I watched on. Like, yeah, I used to be young and washed before I got like older and then lit and then got older and got washed again. I hear you. There was a show that used to come on Nick at Night, and I don't remember what the name of the uh, the show was, but it was like tw- they were like twin sisters, but they were cousins. Like they looked exactly alike, but they were cousins, and one was from like. The UK somewhere and one was from America. Maybe that's. Are you sure LMA. you're not thinking of the Parent Trap? No, it was like the, the it was uh, it was, I think it was Patty Duke. I think Patty Duke was the name of the actress, but I don't remember what the name of the show was. But maybe that was what. That, you LMA think it's that scenario? Yeah, I maybe, think maybe they could that. do the Parent Trap. They could remake it again. Oh, Steve Martin could be their dad. I'm yes. Down, yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, the yeah, invoicing yeah, yeah, idea yeah, yeah, for the day. We remake the Parent Trap because the last time we made it, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> so starring rest, in rest it. In you know, this goes back to my to my theory <laughs> that I shared with Ja. It's a long-standing theory that I share with people. Oh, the, the, yesterday. The, yeah. That one in every seven white people look like Dana Carvey. And who was the, the who was the uh, the example yesterday that we had in the chat? Reba McIntyre. Reba McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. just like Dana exactly Carvey. Exactly like Dana Carvey. Chris Tapps Porzingis. Looks just like, like mm-hmm. Dana Carvey. This is a little research. Urban Meyer. <laughs> Looks exactly like Dana Carvey. Yeah. I'm think back. Think back. Look at a picture of Dana Carvey and go through your like white Rolodex of and, say, that you say, know. and say to yourself, "What is his DNA test, Elizabeth Warren style? Apparently, like, where where is he from? What is his 
What's his background? Elizabeth Warren kind of looks like Dana Carter. Oh, stop. (laughs) 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 Now that that I think about it. Maybe God made Dana Carvey and said, you know what? (laughs) This is the best I'm going to do. (laughs) It's like create a player. This is going to be a template for my fellow whites. Yeah, we're just going to make like variations of Dana Carvey to... Basically, like all my articles, just the same idea, just rewritten. So it's the same thing. So <laughs> it's a sample flip. I wrote one really good. It's a sample flip. <laughs> yeah, it's a sample flip. Yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Duvall's doing it. He's making a killing off of it. Yeah. Like, every, you know, take the same beat and just not what you do is how you do it, right? All right. There you go. Wow. This is the Something to Say podcast, by the way. Um, I'm Ja. I'm washed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yo. And today we have with us that you probably already heard uh, the uh, heavyweight champion of the world weighing in it slightly less than he used to, thanks to uh, Keto. Ask about me. Ask about me. Various days of washed basketball, amongst other. Ask about me. Somethings at the local gym. David Dennis. Forty-five pounds down, gang, gang. Forty-five, a whole forty-five. Forty-five, forty-five. I gotta change my life like that. I don't know if forty-five, forty-five, but if I could come off like a smooth twenty twenty-five, I think I'd be better off. There you go. There you go. Intermittent fasting. This is not a sponsored content. Intermittent fasting. Flat tummy tea also. <laughs> <laughs> you coming through man of course man i've been begging to get on the show since the first episode you have yeah i've been you, begging i think david was one of our first friends who like showed strident support for this podcast that had True. like definitely maybe like one and a half episodes he was on for his early adopters yeah. <laughs> it's like my it's my favorite people in jaw so, so <laughs> it's a, yeah, like, why wouldn't you want to come in and like be a part of that like yeah. what more could you ask for and what a day to come to there's a shit fuck Shit fuck ton? What happened shit today? Shit fuck ton? Fuck shit ton? We woke up and everything was breaking. Uh-huh. Literally, I woke up and it was like, did you hear about 40? I thought it was something that had happened to 40. And it was like, Man. it's worse. News broke. Drake's heart broke. Yeah. 40's heart probably yeah. broke. Saw three hours of Joe Budden and Pusha T and knew it was a wrap. For the rest of the day, like there was nothing else that was going to happen today. Yeah. like I got word last night that. He was gonna be on there, so obviously he's gonna say something. I just didn't know how. Do you think? Was do you think go. they set this up immediately after the LeBron James and Drake interview? Yeah, like, because yes. he alluded to it. Well, how many days in between? It came Zero. on. Well, LeBron came on Sunday, right? The shot was Sunday on Sunday. Night, yeah, it was on yeah. Sunday that- night. So, and today is today is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They taped it yesterday. So, like a day. I think yeah. I think that Karen Silva watched that thing and texted <laughs> Joe as, as was it lying, was happening. As it was happening, like, hey, as they were lining LeBron up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When LeBron had that one hair from the bottom. That one hair. Yeah, that irritated the shit out of me. Like you got a barber that. on national television and you can't get the hair. He don't <laughs> clip the hair. The one hair that was just hanging out at the bottom, like judging Drake silently the whole show. I just shit was annoying. But yeah, I don't think they wasted any time setting that thing up. Like, I think they got right to it. And, um, I mean, not for nothing, they didn't really waste any time on the show getting to it. Like, Push came out and basically let it fly that he didn't get the information. Well, he says he didn't get the information from Kanye mm. that 40. Okay, we well, get yeah, so mm. th- there we go. We have the same thing. Oh, well, oh. Like, um, well, I guess it comes down to this, right? 
Push is a self-proclaimed supervillain. He seems like a heartless soul who doesn't care. If he's seem, gonna do seem, he's gonna do. <laughs> seem, that's Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we should really change percent. his name. And so rap. I guess my question is: is that what do you think is like stronger inside Push? Is it the evil of like I don't care, I just want to destroy Drake by any means necessary, so I have to create this lie to further like make him uncomfortable? Then I will. Or does he have? That much integrity because people seem to respect push like he's a man of integrity so is he just a bold-faced liar yes and why do you say Look, that he's lying to he for for some reason who is he lying to why he, does he have to lie for some reason he feels the need to cover for kanye west for whatever situation kanye west and drake have oh my so God. whatever I don't know whatever whatever Drake has on Kanye West or whatever they feel every time Drake has said something directed to Kanye West Pusha T has jumped in front of the grenade and said no come like give me the attention you right? know I did compare him to Sarah Huckabee Sanders the other day Drake or Pusha, Pusha T. T Pusha T mm. for being the press secretary I'm sorry I'm sorry Push I know the we're good, both from the good ass secretary I'm just listen David ain't wrong and yeah, I love he's not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. So. <laughs> so I just don't know. I just th- I just think that he he went on that show to say Kanye West is innocent. That's why he went on the show. He yeah. went on the show to say Drake, no, it's okay. Kanye didn't do this to you because whatever Drake has on Kanye West, they feel like that is something that they don't want to get out. But I feel like if you're going to go and tell a lie that big, you have to have something behind it. Like, 40 can come out and say, I didn't do any of that. But this is going to be your word versus mine. This is this but whole what's 40 going to say? I didn't, I didn't, I don't have sex? Like, my mistress, my mistress keeps told, her mouth shut. He said that 40 was talking to a woman and, and the woman told Pusha T about it. You don't think that people would believe 40 if 40 came out and said, Yo, I didn't do any of this, or he's gonna have to speak about it now. No, they, yeah. well, why would you believe? I, I, it, more, what's more believable to me is that a guy said some reckless shit to a woman while having sex or after Hold having on, sex. But my thing is, why would that woman tell Pusha T? What if she has to gain, or what did he give her to get that information from her? Because I would hope if you're sleeping with forty of OVL, you're living okay. Mm-hmm. You're doing all right. You're not hurting for money. You're not hurting for clout. Uh. So, what does Pusha T offer you that makes you just spill all these beans? That's my whole thing. Like she was sent in. It gets it gets real mafia like. Did you just hold her hostage? Did you like? Maybe she does. What, what did the Jay Z line feed, feed you dollars? What 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 happened? Maybe, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, that's where it gets fishy. I don't. Th- I don't. I, I think that I story's he, made up. I, I believe. I think Kanye. West I just have a hard time believing that. It's, it's a great story. It's that, very. That's bold a, it's a great story. It's a that's a very very bold lie. And like I don't know Pusha T from a can of paint, but. I just find it a little hard to believe he just came on there and made up, fabricated a complete yeah. story. Because he kind of shitted on Ye in various ways during this interview. I don't know how I'm using to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's various points where he talks about, I guess, being a disgruntled good music artist like other good music artists. Okay. From the standpoint but but of, he's still part of the family. Of course. Though. Yeah, he's still part of the family. But, it's more, but, there, but being a disgruntled artist cannot do to Kanye what whatever Drake has on Kanye can do to him. I you agree. think... So I don't know. My my thing is that I don't I don't think that I honestly don't think that anything that they have on Kanye could do worse for him well, than what's going on. Point. What's but at the same time, it? whatever it is has struck fear into Kanye. Look about what Kanye West has done. Hmm. He has apologized to Drake. He has 
putting Instagram videos of his daughter singing Drake songs. Mm-hmm. He called he, off the beef initially. He called off the beef. He was doing this world peace Twitter thing about like he is ba- like he is. He doing, wants no smoke. No, none of he that. Not, and he I wants think no that smoke. they are when and also it adds to you know Drake on the barbershop was like. You know, you don't diss 40 and say he's going to die. That's my brother. Right da, da, da. And so to put some dissension between the two is just another little added bonus. Yeah. This is all about protecting Kanye. If, if Drake had not said, like, Kanye this, Kanye that, I don't think Pusha does the interview. Look, man, after 30 years of selling coke on raps, he can come up with a story. You think so? Yes. <sighs> yes. I don't think it's very hard to come up with a great narrative about how 40 betrayed Drake. But I, don't, but I, I guess my thing about it is, is that I don't. None of it <laughs> is seems, a coke narrative. But, like, no. but think about that lifestyle, though. Think about how dark it gets. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure from personal <laughs> experience, <laughs> <laughs> from all from all the dope that you sold over the years. I always think about paid in full, which okay. is two bricks that got Mitch killed. Two bricks. Mm-hmm. I think Pusha. No, like I believe what Dave is saying that something happened between Drake and Kanye, where if if they take it there, it's very hard to save face. So what we're gonna do is, I know Pusha knows Drake can't challenge me, so I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm gonna keep pushing. So the, what's the worst thing I can do? Well, tell a lie. I'm the authentic rapper, right? And a lie that I nobody can disprove, right? Because even Forty can come out and be like it didn't happen, and some people can be like, oh, you just covering up. Is this is this was the whole thing about all this situation is no one knows what the truth is. The, yeah, no one yeah, knows what's true. Impossible. Well, that's what I'm trying to say is that that's why I can't f- like land hard on either side. Either side no. because yeah. I think that everything that Drake said on the shop w- is totally plausible. That he yeah. can, that Kanye came to him in earnest and spit this like, hey, I want to work with you, et cetera, et cetera. Because he was there. I mean, he was Drake in Wyoming. Always plays the victim. Yeah, mm-hmm. we forget true. that he is an actor. I mean, this is true. Oh, I mean, that's a great point. But I also feel like him and Kanye has, has always had this really rocky relationship, this back and forth. And I do know that Kanye has always had this energy toward Drake, where it's like, "Oh, let me shoot your video," and then you have a um, what's the what's the song? What's the single from So Far Gone? Best ever had. Best ever had. You oh, had that type of situation, yeah. and then they kind of fall out. Then they get, they get back together. They fall out. We've seen this happen. How many he, times? He made he had a song with ninety three people on it and took Drake <laughs> off. Of it. He made Drake he made Drake record the whole song like that harmony and re recorded and then took him off and put Elmo from Sesame Street <laughs> and like and uh, seventeen dozen shit. people on there and yeah. they've done this every year for like ten years. So I'm not surprised if Drake wants to reconcile with Kanye. He loves Kanye. Mm-hmm. I mean, he owes 808s and heartbreaks everything, mm-hmm. right? This is his idol. But Kanye's petty, and we all know that. So sure. I don't know how petty Kanye is, though. Like, how how far he wants to go to try and ruin whatever Drake's run is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's what it comes down to, right? It's like, what is Kanye... How how deep is his jealousy or how deep is his weird affection for Drake or whatever it is that he has for that man? But it's not also hard for me to believe that 
40s maybe started talking a little bit too much with someone he got comfortable with and kind of let some things fly. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't that's not to me that's not the craziest thing in the nah. world. And I mean like I don't know what 40 does in his everyday life outside of mixing Drake records that clearly he doesn't listen to because Drake has rapped about this a, lot of game. a long time ago yeah. and for whatever reason this is how it played out. He didn't out internalize any of that. Not a word. I mean but that's a, that's a weird thing to talk to a chick about though. Is it? Kind of. That's sort of weird. Kinda. Yeah. It depends on how long they knew each other. But still, no, like, no, 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 like, but there were some weird. details, like, there were business details. Are you familiar with simps? But yeah, but because I don't know, because if, if Forty is a simp, there's no telling what. But he'll think say. about the details. Drake has a baby. Drake's doing this thing with Adidas. Like, why are you telling it's her not the that Adidas? Hard for like to imagine somebody being like, oh, I gotta go to this baby shower. Do you, <laughs> love, <laughs> do you love how they call Just that, that fast? Like, like yeah. that that was the most overlooked detail in the whole thing where like push is talking about how, like how everyone at drinks associates got sent to give gifts to the baby that is called a baby shower what yeah. are you talking about yeah drink yeah. with through a baby shower with all this reference <laughs> <We're done. laughs> hey guys we're going to france and we'll i've always wanted to have a baby shower <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can't even imagine the gender reveal right now no, I'm just i cannot Welcome to Hollywood, don't let the sound ruin you And if you pillow talking with the women that are screwing you Just know that she gon' tell another nigga when she through with you Just know that she gon' tell another nigga when she through with you <laughs> So let me ask you this, David What does Drake do next? What's his move? Just make singles and make a bunch of fucking money. Like, what, like that's all you do. Like, do what he's been doing all summer. Right. You just make you just make hits and be the richest, like most successful rapper yeah. of all time. I mean, you just like nobody's gonna care. Well, this is my thing. I, watching the shop, he seems so like physically bothered by this conversation of he Kanye was and Pusha. On he Yo, I know, but like, no. Nah. <laughs> is it that cynical? We can't believe anything. That was yeah, a huge drama. That's no, not no, like, no, no, none of y'all watched the grass. <laughs> no, no I, 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 didn't have, I, was, I didn't have cable. That is your whole time. I was way tonight. too watching. If you notice, his legs didn't move the whole time on the shot. But the lip quiver. Method acting. Nah, I'm just saying, he just seemed to me like talking about I didn't say that I was happy. He's not over it yet. I don't think he's really over it. But he's not over. He's, he's not, not over, over the Meek Mill thing. Yeah, I think he is. No, no, he's, he's not. He's not over the ghostwriting thing. That took a chunk no, 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 out of his But he's ass. over like the the Meek being the right. But he's not. Thing. But the the ghostwriting oh, yeah, thing. He's still not. Hurts. He's not over that. No. That still hurts. Like that. All that pure rap stuff like hurts. Because Drake is like the little brother. Drake is always the perennial you know little what, brother. I don't. The only reason I I disagree is because I think if he was that hell bent on. The rap purity side of it still, there's no way he doesn't respond to push. Like he might have just accepted that, okay, I wanted the rap purity, but now that's tainted and I can't really go there's nothing I can do to go back on it. It's out the tube. People believe what they're gonna believe. But if he was really that, like, okay, I wanna get my stripes back in some kind of way, or I'm really that strong on it, you gotta respond to push. You can't let push be Kanye's J. Okay, so so if Mike Tyson knocks you out in front of everybody, embarrasses you. Right. Do you go back and try to fight Mike Tyson to get your your clout back, or do you just accept your L? Because there's zero well, percent chance. Mike Tyson or Buster Douglas? Because we're talking about two different people. <laughs> but there's, there's zero percent chance Drake wins against Pusha T. There's a zero percent chance. Okay, even even is, be it that though, if you're the rap purist and you're the guy that wants that, that shouldn't matter. That shouldn't play into it. Yeah, but if Jay Prince really told him like, dude, don't do this, are you gonna defy Jay Prince? Jay Prince what, well, <laughs> now that's in question, right? So now now that whole thing is in question because 
Even though if by your theory, then like I said, Pusha is Kanye's J Prince, if mm-hmm. that's the case. Well, yeah, but Pusha's ju- Pusha's not like saying this is over. Pusha is jumping in front of it. Jay Prince was like pretending like he he's has saving some his sort man. Of major like well, that, that was stupid. That whole thing was stupid. But see, this is my whole thing. Uh, These people are men of respect. Like we're talking about prior to any of this, I don't think anyone looked at Pusha T as a liar or Jay Prince as a liar. And now it's like because of this whole mess. Now everybody looks suspect. Somebody has to be believed. That's all I'm trying yeah. to say. They are all. They are all. They are liars. Yeah. They are all liars. Pusha T raps about selling drugs now, like right now. Jay Prince lies well, about than- not murdering people. He murders people and then lies about rat beef. Like yeah. I can't I, those. It's hard for me to hold both of those in my head at the same if time. If you can tell people I don't know where the body is, and you can tell people I shut down. The- <laughs> it's pretty simple, man. It's nothing to. I mean, if you can lie on the stand, you go to Breakfast Club, <laughs> right? Say whatever, right? All right, yeah. I, if I can lie to a judge, I can lie to Charlemagne. Like. <laughs> All right, so I guess at the end of the day, this is like this beef doesn't have legs now. It's, it's over. It's done. It's, it's still over. It's, they're at a still. Well, they're at a, they're at a still. Even though Pusha won, they're at a stalemate. Oh yeah, Pusha, because Pusha oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, he clearly yeah. Pusha Drake won't respond because he doesn't want Pusha to talk about like his ab surgery or whatever Pusha, Pusha has on him. And Push doesn't want Drake to like do whatever he's gonna say to Kanye. With Kanye West is the meal ticket. Like you don't want. I mean, I, like for instance, what if Drake is like me and Kanye went out and cheated on Kim Kardashian, and he cheated, cheated on Kim Kardashian? Like mm-hmm. you're gonna ruin this dude's life, right? And people don't want that to happen. You know, like his friends don't want that to happen. Right. I would lie. You know, like you lied. You would lie about that. I just is it that deep? You wouldn't lie to. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, of like, course. I tell a couple lies for right. y'all. But I, love, well, I love my wife, by the way. <laughs> How, this is all hypothetical. <laughs> this is all hypothetical rap talk we're talking about. Right? Hold on, where was I going with this? So Pusha T goes on Joe Budden's show. He tells a bunch of lies about to save Kanye West. I'm not going to say a bunch of lies. I feel like you can. So he tells that one, one lie. Tells that one lie. You fabricate some of the things. I believe when he said he wasn't there when Drake was in Wyoming. Oh, yeah, I believe I that be- for sure. So, yeah, so yeah, I, I never believed there's, he there's was There's definitely there the a lot of time. truth in the details, but I do feel like he told a big lie. That was that he went there to tell yeah. that lie. He went there. That was the reason he went there to tell that the lie. other to cover for Kanye. Three West. hours was just hanging out. Yeah, he was just yeah. So if so, basically, what you're saying is that if Drake comes out and doesn't work with Forty anymore, if he believes oh, it, God. then now oh, he's, he a, he's a he's he's because that's what I'm trying to say is Drake now. Drake doesn't believe that. Drake doesn't believe that. Drake runs off with Tay Keith. And never looks. It back. never looks back. Oh, okay. what a wonderful dream! <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful dream! <laughs> that I that I might could actually go for. Like Thelma and Louise, <laughs> we're just like playing beats and recording, and the cliff never ends. And it, it never <laughs> off the cliff, and still it's just it. it's just a beat machine and a mic and a in a SoundCloud, <laughs> and they just drive forever. <laughs> All I know is that line about duos splitting at the seams would not age very well if him and Forty break up right now. But Drake does not believe what Pusha T saying. I hope not. He does not believe I hope that. Not. He does not believe well, that. You all seem very convinced have, have that he's seen, totally lying. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Have a, I'm seen, not that convinced. Have y'all seen Forty's yeah. Instagram though? Because people in his no. like comments going crazy. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's been <laughs> ridiculous. Yo, the meanest comment was, "We're gonna call you 20 now since you like half fake." Damn. <laughs> like, but who? But but yeah. can Drake really be mad at somebody for pillow talk? No. Nah, yes. Not at all. 
Drake. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like Drake I mean, of all people. To me, as much as Drake yeah. is probably like a simp in a lot of ways, to me he I was to me it's funny because he's avoided this problem pretty much his whole career. Like as much as the pillow talker as he might appear, he hasn't yeah. really had any trouble. Didn't he that. didn't he uh mess with Lil Wayne's lady when Lil Wayne was in jail? Didn't I mean, that happen? The fact yeah. that we don't remember. But yeah, the, yeah, like, I, don't, I don't remember if that was true or not. Talk. No, I, I think yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. They said he messed with the girl. That, yeah, I but guess. was that like a confirmed thing? Or was it just I like a real thing? I think, I think, he, I think, I think Wayne was talking about Tammy when he said, oh. hoes going to be hoes, so I couldn't blame Tammy. I think that's what he was yeah. talking about. But I don't he, think Wayne cares about that. So but he wrote it in his book, right? He wrote about it in his book. In his jail book. Drake came to him on a visit and was like, hey, this is, I got to just let you know. Whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. I just that's, don't know. That's foul, like, but that's not necessarily like pillow talk. That's what I'm saying. To me, Drake hasn't really fallen victim to any type nah. of like pillow talk shenanigans up until now. And now it's like it's 40s. I just would love to know <laughs> the reason that if this did happen, this all occurred. I just want to know why the woman would tail push her. Like, yeah, no, what, you're right. That part is what like, circumstances I, I like do you do they come to you and you're just like, oh, let me tell you everything he's ever told me. Because that's just strange. That's weird. It has like, to be an Like the same thing. Drake put out 100K, tried to get info on Pusha. The first thing they did was call Pusha. You got to give her something. I what? mean, I don't know why Pusha would give away that relationship because otherwise they're going to peg it on somebody. Exactly. So I don't know. Again, the, unless you're the, making the it up. Amount, the type of information that they had was like very business inside baseball yeah. information. Like it's what five to six hours a day. But like that's something like I would. <laughs> Bro, that's but enough time. but if if unless she were had the intention of telling Pusher the whole time, like that's a yeah. lot of that shit is stuff well, that you would just gloss over. Which you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like whatever. Last year to right. wine and dine forty. Well, it also depends on like, the Americans. Like what is going on? <laughs> well, like, this listen, is not, let's just be clear about. What we're talking about it depends on when Forty had this conversation with this woman. It clearly wasn't a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So if a woman, if Forty was saying something and someone saw an opportunity to say, "Oh shit!" Like this might could be worth some money. Like the same way anyone would record a video out on the street and try to run the TMZ and sell it to them. Like you know, I don't see why if it was that close of a time where there's a problem going on or Pusha T's album was already out. And this girl came across and said, "Hey, you know what? I could probably make a dollar or two off of this." But, but like, the thing, but for her to know, like the name of the child, yeah. the Adidas rollout, when it's gonna happen, like that's something that you would discuss with a business. Like I'm gonna go home, right? And I'm gonna tell my wife about my day, right? No, you just and put it like, on the baby shower invite. It's not that hard, guys. <laughs> Jeez, man. Plus, you know, if Forty's reckless, there's no telling. Like, if this is if but this she, story is true, the woman's walking key. around. It'd be different if Forty was like a guy known for things like this nature of having information slide out from the camp, like unless she is transcribing their conversations, right? <laughs> or saying, unless she she's just walking again, around the house freely. That's what I'm saying. And able to see things and take in things, and, and, and she has no business seeing and taking in. Unless they I planted just, her there last year to wind it down, Forty. To convince, I don't him. think it was that long ago. Look, I, but the thing is, all I'm saying but is, you gotta no, like, you gotta play the long game. So forty, you so forty was having sex with Lefem Nikita. Like, is that what we're doing right now? Like, he was like banging Aeon Flux. Like, what are we? What's going on? Would that be so surprising? Yes, like, absolutely. Like, what Aeon the Flux hell is, is going one of on? The most disturbing cartoons. Like, <laughs> I just always, I always just had to turn the TV off when Aeon Flux. Like, I watch Beavis and Butthead, and as soon as Beavis and Butthead goes off and Aeon Flux is coming, I'm changing the channel immediately. 
like I can't. I just I just can't imagine it. I can't see it. But who knows? Well, I don't think we'll ever know unless we get everyone to take a lie detector. No, I mean this will no, be. No, the Washington Post needs to get the fuck on Pushagate right now. Pushagate. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, they've cracked Watergate. They can crack Pushagate too. Plus, Bush is in Bethesda. Can I tell you about a story when I met the clips? I tell you, can I tell you when I met the clips uh -oh. back. Go in, for it. Back in uh -oh. the um, this was the uh the third album, like the last one, till the casket drops. Okay. In Chicago, right? So I was in like this the green room area. I was going to interview them, and Malice was still Malice. Mm -hmm. Pusha T was like having a good time, right? And this is when I knew that Malice was like the one because he had to go to the bathroom, and he did like the pier around the corner, like the like. <laughs> like the like, peer to like, make sure that somebody was not cool. in there before he went to pee, and I was like, "Oh, he does the drugs. <laughs> he <laughs> like does the, the real. He's he does the, the actual. The actual. Push T was like having a good time, right? But yeah, Malice was like jersey, like a real. Big yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Malice was like, I need to check under the commode before I, before I even attempt before I do this, <laughs> and I was scared because like he he like had. If you're worried then. Why are you worried? Why are you? He right. had two bodyguards. Like from here to the couch is the bathroom, and they escorted him to the bathroom. And he did the back to the wall, peer over the corner, Call of Duty style, and then like eased into the bathroom, <laughs> and then closed door and peed. So you saying Malice is like Snake Pliskin? Like basically, the that's what. It is. <laughs> that's the Photoshop job. That's, <laughs> that's what he is. That's what's going on. Is that what we're talking yes, about? Yes, he is first person shooter. Wow. Drug dealer. That's what he is. Shit. That's my that's my clip story. Well, I mean, you know, people oh, have man. said that that Malice is the uh, they say Malice was the he one. was the guy, yeah, and so I believed it at that very him moment. Is Malice, like yeah. that told me everything I need to know. Yeah, Pusha T is a, it's a fun yeah. name. Pusha T it's just a fun name. Drugs. Pusha T is a name like, of somebody who wants to pretend like he's selling drugs. <laughs> Malice is. I'm like gonna name myself Pusher. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your gamer tag. Right. Turn a rap name. <laughs> <laughs> Malice is like, no, I do something to you. Right. No, right. someone gives you that name. You yeah, get, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Given yeah, that yeah, name. Right. Someone named you Malice. Right. After they saw you do something really bad. That's really right. Bad. Oh, he's carrying a head. Right. <laughs> Let's call him Malice. Let's call him Malice. <laughs> oh, he's called Malice. I want to be Pusher T. <laughs> With an A. <laughs> With an A. Please, please, please say the end. Dig the outcome on my face. Wondering about clips and if they got what it takes. Malice, he think he hard. Tough guy to click. And Pusha, he walk around like he swear he the shit. You right on both counts, bitch. Clips is us. And there are some things that you don't discuss. Oh, there was a piece that you wrote recently that you wanted to talk about, correct? Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Uh, -oh. <laughs> uh oh! No wait, that wait. Can I tell you how me and Christina first met? Yeah, please, email? please, please, please. Do you I'm remember? Like, do you, I wrote a, I wrote an article about like um, artists like interviewing like interviewing people and okay. like how they like can hurt themselves by like not going about it the right way. Okay. And she sort of wrote a response to it, and it was like a little pushback. So I emailed her, and my first thing was like. Uh, I, I was like, you disagree with me, so I hate you forever. And then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, very nice after that. <laughs> but I, you uh, sneaked as me. Yeah, I did. I was like, Wait, how long ago was this? That was a while, like oh, yeah. 2012, 2013. Right. I didn't was, even remember that to be honest. Yeah, that was that was that was way back. Yeah. Man. That's, that's I feel like that's like a very like journalistic thing to do. Like I'm gonna write I a, know. you're gonna write something. I'm gonna write a response. Yeah, I'm gonna write a response. I'm going to email you about your response. Yeah, no, like, she was. It was very nice. It was. Yeah, she was, she was wasn't was like very... this dude's an idiot. But I was like, <laughs> well, I was like, I just want to like mess with. Him. I was like, yeah, 
F you. And then I was like, <laughs> anyway, and then I was like anyway, Heaven, how are you doing today? How are you? Has life well? This game sure is difficult for right. us, isn't it? We need to stick and then, together. And she was like, oh, my God, I thought you really hated me. And I was like, no, of course no. not. Now we're besties. See, oh. I didn't even remember all that. We're shit. ducking. Uh, we're we're out in uh, in A three C ducking bullets together. Oh yes. my god! Yeah. Can I just? Say, oh my god! The scene it was beautiful because it was like <laughs> Wayne was out. David's got his wrestling fanny pack where he's been <laughs> he's been putting everybody else's rap snacks, mm-hmm. being very charitable, and then he's telling me about like how he's been really into battle rap lately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to mm-hmm. the point where like he sends me an email. Full of links. Mm-hmm. It's a battle. Yep, yep. Oh my god, you have to tell people like what's the deal with with battle rap. Yeah, why are you getting into this? Okay, ba- did anybody is anybody watch battle? Do you guys know? I've I've watched battle raps, but I never watched like consi- I watch battle raps like I watch college sports. Mm-hmm. Like I see the game, I see what's going on, the but I don't watch every single game. I don't watch every single <laughs> battle. Some of them I get them when I get around to them, or when there's nothing going on i find myself in a rap so did you watch any of them did you watch any so i watched the first three okay yeah i okay. didn't realize that each battle was gonna be like the 45 minutes level. yes oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you have like, to invest some time like into this yeah, yeah yeah for sure so i didn't realize that going in okay but are I you a fan now get, you know what i could see the appeal like uh-huh. for sure uh-huh. um it was kind of surreal to look back on it especially compared to like all the rules that Drake supposedly alludes to now as far as like rap beef goes because this in this setting the rules kind of felt like it was just chucked out the window it's like Mm -hmm. we're gonna make all the short jokes gonna make all the Asian jokes even like the dude who like poses as like a total like dork and like doesn't um Carter Deems Carter Deems he's still gonna be like well I we're gonna take you on a date and like that's his biggest threat to like this female battle rapper and I was just like whoa like what's happening it was Mm -hmm. surreal Mm -hmm. anyway yeah so battle rap is awesome. So it is like <laughs> it is like the it's like the pinnacle of like rap performance. It really is. Like it is. So you write there were roses. Yeah, he brought like so like he so you have you write almost like essentially as much as the Pusha T album, like as many bars as the Pusha T album, right? Mm-hmm. So you write this separate into three rounds, right? And all and you go on a stage and you wrap your round. And the other person raps their round, and then you're sort of stuck, like having to perform, like you've never performed it before. So it's a whole new album performed for acapella, right? And you have to be better than this other person. See, you kind of figured that they pre-write it because in the first battle I watched, it was um, dumbfounded versus I forget the guy. Conceited. Name. Conceited. Wild and, and outs conceded. And you, <laughs> you could tell dumbfounded. Right. Dumbfounded pulled a whole like I know that you're gonna do the Asian jokes thing or right. whatever. So blah blah blah. And then conceded is just like I only wrote Asian jokes. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that's the thing, and you're stuck, and you're just stuck doing that. And yeah. it's it's for three rounds. For three. Correct. And then, but some but some people do what they call rebuttals, like the Lincoln Douglas debate. They do rebuttals. So like they'll do like they'll start their next round rebuttaling what the guy said and or the lady said in the round before. And it's off the top of your head. And that, like, can shift the whole battle. Like, you can do a whole thing on it, right? And then with one line, because you'll get more credit because you people know that it's off people the top of your head. It's like the debate team with Sports Center editing, well, I've right? Seen and some so, battles. I mean, and, and but I love his way he broke it down. And <laughs> you have to perform this like while some guy is barking in your like they get in their face, 
the crowd stops it's a you. It's very hostile environment. It's ho- the it's crowd will stop you and tell you to like run it back, like mm-hmm. run your line back, and you have to remember it and keep going. And then like some guy had just done this to you for like five minutes, right. and then you gotta go. Like I was like, what's what's the worst? Is like when you go second, and somebody has just like totally obliterated you, and you still have to do your round. And like you have to just like power through it it's while a blowout people, and you still have to go out right there now the crowds so against you and recently the high profile one is murder mook if people are most people familiar with murder mook of rough rider fame and old og old smack old, smack old, old like, battle rap guy yeah. and he just came back and um battled a guy named Averb from st louis right mm-hmm. they did three rounds first two rounds were timed rounds they're all timed but there's no when the for the crowd reactions they stop the time right but the last round was untimed, right? Murder Mook rapped for 22 minutes. 22 minutes. No stopping, no getting water, no nothing. 22 minutes acapella. It's insane. That's a whole album. Yeah. Pre-written? Or? Pre-written. Jesus. Still. Yeah, we still have to remember all you that. You still have shit. to remember. Like, under, there was just, a, there was just a, a pay-per-view. Because they have big, they have like a thousand people come by. Yeah. They have filming. They have um, all this stuff. They just had a whole a, production. There's a whole production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like five battles, right? There's one battle where these guys are like talking about who, like who's better at selling drugs and who has more street authority, mm. right? And then there's another battle where these two guys are debating comedic science and Judaism. The whole like this is like what they just take these angles and just like battle each other. It's the best. <laughs> it is awesome. And then what's great about it is like it's like Archer or Bojack Horseman. Like there are they make sep- they make self referential comments about stuff that happened in battle rap that they don't even explain. It's like just a punchline. Is this right? it? Like there's a guy named Rich Dollars who who like lo- who used to lose all the time. So everybody would say Rich Dollars like died in battle, right? Right. So everybody will have a punchline that's like, I'll kill you and send you to Rich Dollars. And right. like everybody's everybody, like, no! just understands that he's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, they're, yeah, they're not going to explain the joke. It's right. like the Hollywood. This is what it is. And if you know, you know. Right. It's like Hollywood and Bojack Horseman. Right. Like it's just like we've had this five Years ago, and that was bad. And now we're not going to explain it, and right. that's just part of it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I think everybody who like gets into it will really like it. Yeah, there's. There, I got lost in a rabbit hole uh, one day watching. Uh, I can't remember my man's name, and I'm mad too. He's uh he's from New York. Uh, this flashy dude. Damn, I'm so mad. I didn't look this up before I came on air. Um. But the long and short of it is, I got lost in a rabbit hole watching battles. And like, if you don't watch battles and you're listening to this right now, you should probably at least go watch a few of them. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that everybody will probably find some appreciation in some good old fashioned. There are bar. props. There are run-ins. There's like video accompaniments. Drake sponsorship too. Drake Drake sponsored King of the Dot. Right, yeah. uh, which is the and Canadian the OVO one. logo on it. Right, wow. yeah, the OVO Drake logo on it. Drake has his hand in everything. Diddy, um, well, and, and that's the thing. With Drake, I, Drake, a lot of his lines for Pusha were straight out. Of, Drake is like, what people don't understand about Drake is that he has a lot of influences. Yeah. His biggest influence is battle rap. His biggest influence is battle rap. I never no, would have thought that, though. Look Alive is a battle rap. He has, but he has a lot of battle raps. Like I, you can to me, you can always tell that he has 
lines he writes like you said that are for that effect right that are battle rap like let it, let, rap it, line, rhyme, let it right. ring the the line about push his wife yeah, yeah that's a, a battle rap that line. is a battle yeah, rap line that's for sure a battle rap line like i can see charlie clip saying that shit right <laughs> like, yeah oh, that like, is a and, and um he got um uh started from the bottom from a battle rapper like they gave they sent him the beat oh my god a, who does he owe money he oh and they and they all talk about the rappers he owes money. They rap about the people who Drake owes money to. <laughs> hollow, <laughs> hollow to Don sent Drake songs. Like he's getting royalties for songs that he sent Drake. That's right. wild. Whoa. Right. Pat Stay sent Drake stuff. So he's right. in that world like that. He is in the battle rap. He whenever there's a big rap, he like IG lives it. He IG lives New Jersey twerk versus Averb. New Jersey twerk is a real name for a rapper. <laughs> oh my God, we need rapper names. Although maybe, I don't know. Right, so Drake is influ- as influenced as he is by every other aspect of the Fonte culture. and Joe Budden. Joe Budden, Fonte, he is influenced by battle rap. I mean, but that shouldn't... Put that in DJ Booth. Hey! <laughs> bars, bars. But I mean, should that, that shouldn't be totally surprising because, like you said, A, he raps that way, but B, I think that if you... If you rap rap, I feel like you pay attention to. I mean, Guru was talking about Jay Z and him watching all the battle rap. Right. Apparently, Jay Z is a huge. He doesn't miss one detail in the world. Pulling up his little iPhone and it's just like, all right, let me pull next on the twenty minute battle. I I need to see what happened between. And Beyonce's just like, come on, another one. Like really, I got places to go. (laughs) Just one more. We need to hit the stage. But that's that's. I mean, if you're a rapper and you like the craft like that, then you should be into that. Yeah, most most lines in rap you have probably heard in battle rap before, because there's so many bars. Like it's so many bars in battle rap. Would you say people who want bars out of mainstream rap should go into battle rap? Um, I don't. I don't. It's like different because like the thing about ma- like mainstream rap is you have like the beauty of it is fitting it into a beat. Or an eight, uh, a bar setup, right? right. But, a takey feet, yeah. Right, yes, exactly. A takey, takey But battle rap is like drawn out. Like the rhyme has, is no, they don't rap, rap on beat. It's like almost like a aggressive it's, it's spoken the, word. Yeah, yeah. The most aggressive spoken, spoken, spoken word, word right. ever. Right. Yeah. But there are some things that, that you will hear because of that, because you're not confined to a beat, there are things that you will hear in battle rap that you won't ever hear. Uh, uh, in terms you. of like the cleverness and the build up and all that stuff, I mean Eminem just takes battle rap lines. Yeah, like just rap says, just kind of squishes them like, into a. He just right, 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 right. He just takes yeah, he takes like a thirty second battle rap scheme, right? Yeah. It's what they're called schemes, and like puts it into a bar. Like <laughs> 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 it never works. All right now, right? It never works. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it kind of seems to like operate within a whole different set of like rules like when you say mainstream rap i have to like wonder like um i guess what ideas they have of like as far as like whether you could be pc or not like i it totally depends on like what their ideas is whether that's allowed to be out the window or not because they're going to be short jokes they're going to be race jokes or they're going to go the whole nine yards and yeah you can write into a contract like please don't mention my child really or don't mention my child's name which happens right how, okay, here's one for you. About six years ago, yes. in in London, a rapper named Caustic, right, um, was battling. I, f- I forgot the other guy's name. So, um, 
the other guy had found had gotten caustic rounds. He heard some like a friend of his heard maybe his friend was forty and told the guys rounds. Right? <laughs> so right, and so um, caustic found out. So he was like, gloves are off, right? So the next day in the third round, caustic outed the other guy for cheating on his fiance, and like ended their <laughs> their relationship. So wait, you were saying that. Pusha and Drake's beef is also stolen from battle. <laughs> right, pretty much everything. <laughs> the the whole thing is pilfered. So yeah, I mean, they will talk about. So they will talk about, um, like this rapper DNA. His mother is confined to a wheelchair. Like everybody mentions his wheelchair-bound mother. Jesus. You know, everybody. Like they will get in each other's face and like say the most. It depends on like if you. And then at the end, you dap each other up. Well that's <laughs> the part well that's the part of Drake that I didn't really understand with the whole there are rules to this. Like I don't know like there are boundaries. I don't think there are rules. And when I say boundaries, I'm not even saying that people are gonna say whatever they're gonna say in a battle rap. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's just the sport. It's not politically correct, but it's not really supposed to be politically correct. And, you know, obviously people can feel how they wanna feel about with the the jokes and the terms and things are used, but they're gonna say it anyway. Mm-hmm. But what you can say can get you punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Like having the math Hoffa had like two or three fights. Math Hoffa's, but you know the like, thing. So how they how they litigate that is you get half your money before, and, and you get half back your money after, after if right. you don't murder the, oper- the other person. <laughs> don't then, wow. like, assault. So your if you opponent. don't hit the other person, you get the other. So, so that's uh, a safety net. I always wonder what kept them from killing each other. Yeah. So it's yeah, like everybody wants the money. money. Right. Yeah. So they all, they they get on. They hop on the phone ahead of time yeah. with their opponent and say how long how long are our rounds? What are our you know? Don't mention my wife by name or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you know here's our money. You get half, and then you get the other half later. This, this episode a, of This American Life is my absolute favorite. Thing. Yes, <laughs> it is such. I, I, pi- I pitched battle rap to every public. <laughs> like, it's my first thing to pitch. I got it on Undefeated last last year. Uh-huh. And was really excited, but I still do it. I'm like, there's <laughs> more. I'm like, I just want to do it. I'm like, hey, like, what about this subculture of, like, no, regardless of what it is, music. Right. Sports, whatever. I could give you I give you five thousand more words than I've already written about battle rap. How'd you feel about Joe Budden stepping in the battle rap that one year? It was what, four years ago? Yeah, so yeah. that was bad. That was a <laughs> that it was well, okay. hollow, right? No, it was explain. so it was a it was a shady records thing. Shady aftermath put that together. It was like a big deal, right? Yeah, so they hyped it up for sure. They tried to, like Eminem is you know Eminem has a new movie coming out called Body. Yeah, I saw the it's it. like a battle rap movie, and so Eminem is still trying to dip into the battle rap culture. So Wait, they dumbfounded is actually in that one. Dumbfounded is in that. Yes, all the like a lot of the battle rappers are in it. Okay, dumbfounded yeah. is also in it. Um, so they are trying. They he always tries to dabble. So they try. He tried to do like a YouTube reality show with all the battle rappers, and they'll rap, and then they'll compete. And then like Royce and Ebro for whatever godforsaken reason were judging the battles. Boo. But the problem was the crowd was not a battle rap crowd, mm. and so they had they had Hollow to Don and Joe Budden. Mm. They had um, Loaded Lux and Murder Moot. They had Big T and Daylight. No, Big T and Arsenal. Okay. And Daylight and. Um, and T Rex and Daylight like tried to 
like poop on stage. I think. <laughs> Um, that was that battle. Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah. A, he does these like he was doing these like these like very yeah. meta like anti like capitalistic things. So he would always like try to sabotage battles. So he tried to poop on stage. So um, sorry to bother you. But <laughs> right, he was but, here for A3C last week. Yeah, was I saw he? him. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. the pro- so the problem with the Joe Budden thing was that Joe Budden had a handheld mic. You can't do a battle rap with right. a handheld you got, mic. Yeah, you gotta have a, a, a lot. Yeah, so because you got to do your hand things yeah. and get in their face. <laughs> And all that stuff. <laughs> so the handheld mics was like a that was what messed him yeah, up. But he really? was not. Yeah, that was a messed him up. Yeah, because in a battle rap like that, the the theatrical part of it you can't really do if you're handcuffed to holding. You mic can't be like. Yeah, yeah. It so he was yet. a studio no, rapper. Oh, he yeah, yeah. Rapper. He's a yeah, yeah. He's a studio stage rapper, and uh, this is a different kind of a different kind of thing. Yeah. So like one of the most fa- like one of the most infamous lines is is um Tay Rock talking about like stabbing somebody like this. And but he was like, it's like my seatbelt won't work. I'm trying to buckle up, and the crowd like went fucking crazy because it was like it was like performance, you know? It was right? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You got to give him that. Yeah. So you got you can't do it with a handheld mic. That's what was Joe Budden's down. Joe Budden did okay. Yeah. But he was trying to rap to a beat. Like he wasn't. He was still trying to rap. He was a rapper. He, he was trying to rap. Yeah, yeah, a studio you know, rapper. But it was like you gotta, you know. You gotta yeah. You gotta give him a little. bit And you can't. And Hollow is like Hollow's the best. He's been ever. doing this shit forever. So yeah. But I love the fact that you can look at. Someone like Joe's a capable rapper, but transition to battle rap. There's rules, there's ways, there's methods mm. that you just you just can't step into that world without knowing how to be in that world. Mm-hmm. And most battle rappers make bad music too. Well, that, I can well, that, that, well, that was the thing I was about to get to. Is 100%. that like it's not that I with battle rappers, you know that they're probably happy that battle rap has gotten to the point where they can do this shit for a living right, and get right. paid well to do it. But all of them want to do records. They did. A lot, some of them don't. Some of them just like, well, screw it. Just, some of them like, I just right, suck. No, I'm not good at this. Not me, yeah, I'm not good at it. I feel like the only battle rapper who ever really turned it over was Cassidy. Right. Right. Like how for that how deep was Cassidy as, as far as like battling before his first single really popped off? I mean, that was pretty he used much to say what he was, he was like, for. He used to say, well, he used to call himself like 5,000 and 0 5, or something. He yeah. like Apparently, he battled. A lot. That was in Philly. Like that was all. He, that's the only reason he Swiss found him. And he battled like five years ago. He did an actual like rap battle. Battle and did did okay. He was that the one? Di- he battled uh, disaster. He apparently wants to come back next year and battle. Because people are getting like big bags for it. Jay Mills is battling battling next month. Oh, is he from Young Money? Damn, I haven't heard. Damn, was that from Young Money? Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. You know, Jay Mills was a, was a OG. He, he was out there. Yeah, yeah. I remember he first signed to Young Money. It was like really exciting that he was getting like a major deal. Look mm-hmm. like that. And you know, of course, nothing really panned out. But yeah, I remember like '08, yeah. huge deal. Because he, because he was on. Because I guess they were watching Smack DVDs. Because that's where they found that's Nicki Minaj he, on yeah. the Smack DVD, yeah. and they found Jay Mills on Smack DVD. Yeah. So the, some of the first Smack DVDs that I saw had Jay Mills, Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was another kid in Philly. It uh, before I think it was before Meek even. Meek was probably even too young. This might have been 2006 or 2007. Aww. But <laughs> 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 yeah, that's when Meek had them dirty braids. Would you say there's an underappreciation for the influence of battle rap? I think so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure, because a lot of these guys are like getting their punchlines from battle rap. You know, a lot of these guys are getting their punchlines. They're getting the the language. You know, from battle rap. You know. And right now it kind of feels like an underground culture, even though, I mean, that was the feel that I got every time I clicked on a YouTube link. Mm. Although like maybe it didn't help that like the, the whole entire crowds just sort of like surround them. Right. You know what I mean? But there was definitely like the sense that like you were discovering something that 
like nobody else really knows about. Yeah, it's a suit. Like it's a sub. It's a. It is a dedicated subculture. Yeah, like a gigolo type of deal. Juggalo? Juggalo. <laughs> I was going to say, not a gigolo. I guess that's a subculture. Yeah, that is. Gigolo is a subculture. Gigolo is Will Smith. Yeah, like a juggalo. You know, it's a, it's a passionate, but like dedicated. Like I, It'll never be like we can't get people to come watch a battle rap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I broke up with my ex girl. Here's a number. What's that shit say? Psych. That's the wrong number. This is fun. This is great. This is this is awesome. No, we have a good time. For the most part, we just come out here and talk. I forget what I was going to say because then when Yo got up, he threw me off. Damn it, Yo. Um, or was it the Wii? <laughs> <laughs> It's not, no, this is the this is a four twenty friendly podcast. Okay, I am I am sober students. She is he is very very sober students. Everyone else. who students who are listening, please. Ha, have <laughs> you talked to your students about battle rap? Have you ever have you found a way to like weave this into the syllabus? I have. I had a student from uh from Pontiac. There's a lot of battle rappers from Pontiac, Pontiac, from Pontiac. There's a lot of battle rappers from Pontiac, and they call it the Yak. There's one student was like from Pontiac. Really? <laughs> and he immediately dropped the class. He was like, "What?" Well, he was like, "What are you talking?" About? I was like, "It's a battle rap thing." Never mind. There are a lot of battle rappers from Pontiac. Yeah, yeah. What is that the, about? The Yak. I, the Yak. Yeah, I don't want any trouble in Pontiac. Yeah. The Yak. I don't know. They just claim the Yak. All right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There it is then. <laughs> Christine is holding the mic like Joe Button. Did in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I want nothing to do with CNN. All right. Do you, Do you? Do you need the the handheld so you can do hand gestures like battle rap? Do you feel confined? Not. I'm fine. Okay, all right. I'm fine. Do you have rap hands? I don't know. Do I? I mean, have you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mike is like, yeah, absolutely. Got rap hands. He is lying. No rap hands. All right. You know, before before the Lil Wayne scuffle, she was like. You know, Lil Wayne was like, I can't do this without you. And she was like, oh. And she was like about yeah, to start and, crying. And then, all and then it was Armageddon. <laughs> and then it was a, it was a, I can't imagine the, the, the change of emotions that she went through. I've been wanting to talk about this like so bad, even though it was like not fun at all. I just like kept thinking back to like, I was like, yeah, you can tell there's like what the demographics are like here because nobody questioned anything. No one stopped to be like, what's happening here? Like what's going yeah, on? No, nobody turned toward the stage. Everybody Everybody just fucking ran. Yeah. There was like two, there was two waves. There was like a first wave of running. See, I saw like over your shoulder, a security guard was running. Fuck out of here. And I was like, okay. At first first I saw, at first I saw like three, like a a handful of people going. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't Uh hear any gunshots. I'm not going anywhere. Then the security guard was going. He's like, nope. And I was like, get out. And so it was a first wave and I turned around and I was like, all right, all right, it's over. Then like a second wave came. And I was like, all right, I guess that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, the second wave is what threw us off because as we were watching the show, Yo kind of saw the fight first, and I saw Yo's head turn, and I looked over there, and I saw, you know, they're getting it on. But it broke up so quickly, I was like, okay, cool. We go back right. to watching the show, and that's when the first wave of running happened. And I was like, all right. And then once the second wave came, I was like, okay, this shit is over. And then all you hear is tables and chairs and shit. I think it's just like, I think it was, to me, it felt like there was more... Like, I've been in places, as I'm sure a lot of people have, that have had a lot of fights, right? Yeah. But I feel like this was like a mass shooter fear. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You know, like yeah. that was what I felt. Like yeah. I was not like I was like, all right, this feels like a Las Vegas thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So we better go. Go. And then like the truck, the truck backing up in the street. Oh and, my like, god. That that was like, oh, we're getting murdered. Yeah. Like right. that was like we're about to die. Right. Right. Right here. Yep. So yeah, that was really the one that was like weird. But you know. Yeah. No. Now we they- have a good time. It was going to be a great night. I'm actually disappointed because we were actually standing there talking about how we didn't think we were going to get Jewels right. for Dipset. And then Jewels came out. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then this is all. I, like, I did all that running. Nobody got shot in the calf. No, nothing. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> nobody lost a toe. You nobody. were wearing gym shorts. I don't even feel that bad. Nobody me, got. Nobody got. But you know, you know what? I had my fanny pack. He was prepared. Everything right. was good. I had my fanny pack. I know. You already <laughs> had rations figured out. I did. In case we were, we were going to have, um, we were going to be stuck have for like seven years. Down, I had, yeah. So you got a little trail mix or something in there. <laughs> um, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had something you wanted to get into. No, 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 no. I mean, I was trying to think of a segue this whole time, and the only thing I could come up with was like power struggles. But well, like, that's okay. We can edit everything. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing has to stay. Well, like I was gonna ask about your um the piece that you wrote for Undefeated yesterday about how new Kanye and old Kanye are basically the same thing, and we've just been <laughs> ourselves this entire time. I don't know what I was gonna ask, but basically it was just like, how did you like? At what point did you realize like, oh shit, we've just been believing a lie? Okay, so I I had sort of I was never in the kind i was never in the kanye as savior right you know um so i had been trying to avoid writing about kanye west i had not i was like there's no use in talking about him or the whole thing this whole thing it's just a waste of time like i did something like a year ago like or actually maybe two years ago when he first 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 was doing life of pablo and his first saying the trump stuff okay um, which people forget about when he was like on stage and was like that was when he was like dissing Beyonce and Jay Z mm-hmm. for the first time and then he did the Trump thing. Right. So I did that and I was like, I'm not giving any attention. But my editor, um, over and undefeated, Danielle Smith, which is the the, the legend, mm-hmm. right, the goat, the best ever. She was like, We you know, want I think you should do something. And I was sort of like beating my head over like what was like like what do we do? You know what I'm saying? What are we right. doing? Like what are we really gonna do? And so she was like, just like treat it like a eulogy, right? And like that, sage advice. That was like it. Like when she said that, I was like, oh, because we talked for like thirty minutes. Like okay. usually we are like, hey, what about this? I'm like, cool, let's do this, and then we're just straight. But like this one was like beating our head trying to figure it out. Then she was like, just treat it like a eulogy. And so that ended up being like the thing. So for this piece, which I like another peeling back the the onion thing. Like I never, I always do things ahead of time, but I also always like sort of promise deadlines without really thinking about. Okay. My life, you know, <laughs> like when, I was when just, it takes was, to actually get. Yeah, it she done. was like, "When can you have?" I was like, "Mon." It was like a Friday night conversation. She was like, "When can you have?" I was like, "Monday morning, first thing morning." I got it. Don't worry about it. Right. But like, I had like in laws and all that, so I didn't put, I didn't put word to, like pen to paper until like ten thirty on Sunday night, and I worked until four thirty in the morning, and I sent her twenty one hundred words, which was like, like I've never done that. I usually do a head like a lot of head, so I didn't really. I just did it. Just like it was all just coming it's out. Like you blacked out. And yeah, just, just like one of those things. And so, but the gist of it was that like, like because I remember the the George Bush doesn't care about black people thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all do. And Kanye West was like trying to, you know, like Katrina impacted me a lot, right? Because like sure. I, my family was out there. Like I didn't know where people were for like a couple days, and it was 
weird, it's crazy. And so I remember when he said that, and it was like, oh, it was, I mean, it was great that he would say that. Right. But the thing about Kanye was like, he did not know really what that meant. Yeah. Like he didn't know, he didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Like that was a thing that he had like heard people saying. I can just make this blanket statement. And, and he, just, right. And you could be true, right? But he, but he didn't know why he was saying Right. That. Like I could say like the government set up to like get rid of, like to hurt black people right. and not really know what I'm saying. And right? is that something you realized right away or is that something you thought about in retrospect? That's something I sort of thought about. A few years later, like before okay. this stuff was happening, but not at the time. Like okay. sort of at the time, I was like, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. But because even all, at the time, I couldn't even wrap my head about around what was happening sure. in New Orleans. Right. Right. But the more you learn about it and the more you're like, wait, did Kanye like what did he say after that? You know, mm-hmm. like what? Like if John Legend had said that. Right. And somebody asked him about it. Mm-hmm. He would be able to sit down and tell you exactly what he meant. Mm-hmm. He's good with the follow through, right? He can do that. Like he could, he's probably researched it before he said it. Mm-hmm. Kanye West does not do that work. Mm-hmm. Right. He just sort of <laughs> says it. So it's sort of like, and then at the t- and then also it, what I mentioned, like one of the thing, good things about treating like a eulogy is a career ret- retrospective, right? Right. And the fact that like you think about when Kanye West showed up, and he was like the conscious rap like savior like mm. the the piece sort of opens up with the idea of like if you had a rapper on national television telling the president to like get rid of stop and frisk and like um free larry hoover and right. stop mm-hmm. mad like that would be like a rap that would be something we dreamed about like 20 years ago right right mm-hmm. and then like when kanye west came out there was a time where you'd be like oh that's the guy who's going to be able to do that Mm. Right, like if anybody would go at a certain to, point, people would definitely have that, said but that. like that would be the guy. Right. Certainly the most high profile example. Right, but the only thing is, yeah, he'd be the he'd he'd be the guy because he was topping the charts and saying. But like, really, what was Kanye West ever saying? Right, he was just the first. He was just the most popular guy to not talk not to like not talk about what Fifty Cent was talking about. Yeah. Right, you know that's all it was. But he was not engaging with the work. Or with the concepts like Chuck D or Most Def yeah. or even Ice Cube. Like he was right. not doing yeah, it in no, that no, way no, no, or no. Goody Mob right. or any of those people. Like he was just doing a very surface level take on things mm-hmm. with really good, be- like he made it sound good right? Mm-hmm. and sound appeasing in a way that a lot of other people could not do at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So we were just like, oh, Kanye West is this guy. Like this is what Kanye West is going to, he's going right. to be that guy. But he never was able to like really doing it like he was never able to follow through with it you mm-hmm. know like even the ta- like the taylor swift thing mm-hmm. like what were you trying to do like we read so much into that situation too right right and it was like it's great like he's trying to stand up for beyonce right because mm-hmm. he thinks beyonce had a better video that's all it is he was trying to say that beyonce had a better video than taylor swift right but he wasn't trying to engage in the politics of why taylor swift gets that award beyonce does not right yeah, in his mind, it was uh, creative, aesthetic. Thing. Right. He's he like, Beyonce is better than Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift she should have won. That's it. Yeah. But he's not sitting there and saying the MTV Awards is da 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 award shows and then how we treat black women and how we treat white women. And they women. used them to get the, the, They nominated them to use right, them to yeah, get them like here to not, show them on TV all he night. Can't, he can't do that. He's never been able to do that. So all of this stuff he's doing is just like, it's the same type of stuff but he's just on the wrong side of it now mm-hmm. well like, it's, it's interesting that it the piece is basically formed in the, in, in the form of a eulogy because obviously in all of this that i don't know if it's lost but 
I guess there's a lot of people who really believed in everything that Kanye was saying he was or mm-hmm. the, you know despite the fact that what you're saying that clearly he wasn't that guy and basically these people got duped and now they feel i guess some of them feel like assholes and then some of them are mm-hmm. still believed it so hard that they're still yeah. you know standing for kanye right well i mean the 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 gist of it is that like we don't like it's people are sad but it's not sad that like kanye has become somebody it's just like sad that oh this was this he was this guy this whole time yeah, because this is somebody who's always kind of rambled, somebody who's always spoken clumsily, rap, like rapped a little bit clumsily too, with just throw things out there without having like be, being able to like back up that thesis. Mm-hmm. So I think it allowed a lot of room for people to just read between the lines whatever they wanted to believe out of this guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, because I went back to Diamonds from Sierra Leone, right? right? And it's like, what is he really saying about Conflict Diamonds? Don't buy them. Right. You I know, heard, like, I what heard is, they're bad. Don't buy them. You know, like, I tried to get into, like, some of the stuff that he'd been credited with uh-huh. for being, you know, for really, and, like, what has he ever really, really said? Mm. Or even, because I know that there are some people who cannot articulate it in song, but when you, t- like, they're more engaging in conversation than they are in song. Right. Right. Um, and, like, an immortal technique type of person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's, fine you wrapped it but like when you talk to or you hear him talk it's like oh that's more that's i get it you know right. but he just he wouldn't be able to do that like if we were to sit kind of wasn't a panel and be like oh talk about diamonds from sierra leone he would have no idea right like let's go further mm-hmm. right yeah you know yeah, that's, yeah no that's all you got so you're saying that the most presidential thing he's ever really done was one chase after power and then two plant the seed that this idea that he should be president Without after ha- without ever actually doing the work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah. Trump, yeah, basically, you know, basically, like he spoke, and I mentioned, like he spoke to, like just like Trump, he spoke to a demographic in rap that felt under underrepresented, right? Like he spoke to a group of people who felt like I can't relate to Fifty Cent, like I can, right? But, but I, I don't but have I don't, any felonies, right? I'm I don't not have shooting any, and like I don't school. have as much sex as Nelly. Like you right. gotta think about the the like. There's a, and there's and there's a, and there's a, and that's a, that's a sweet spot, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a sweet spot that right. encompasses a lot. Like of there, people. like there was, like you got to think of 2004, right? There was like Eminem, mm-hmm. there was like Nelly, Fifty Cent, Jay Z, right? Cash Money, mm-hmm. like, and Kanye West was like Jesus walks, you know, or you know, why are we buying Nikes, mm-hmm. you know? But like every time, you know, every time we tried to engage, like there was a reason why when Kanye West was doing all of that complaining about the fashion industry, when Jesus came out, like when he was complaining about the fashion industry as he was doing that, Pharrell was like doing all the stuff Kanye West was complaining. He couldn't and do. was like selling better. And it was, and it was, selling, and it and was like, all good. Yeah. 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 So he didn't have any complaints. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're approaching time, but I guess we could wrap. By saying who would be better as president. Let's go. Better compare uh, between who? Instead of President Kanye, who or President Trump, who should oh, be, who should oh, be in the oh, office oh. right now? Who should be in the Oval Office? You know what? That's a really good question. I've th- I've thought about that a lot, and I still don't have. There are no good answers. I, I really don't have a great answer for you. I mean, Ed, I mean, I don't want to just. I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know, which is 
fucked up because <laughs> you would think that by now we'd have some idea, but I don't think anybody can really say with any real confidence who should be in the White House right now. We just know it shouldn't be Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we've joked about it being Rihanna too, but honestly, I kind of question whether we should have a celebrity president again. I kind of don't want it. Rihanna was going to be my answer. <laughs> <laughs> do it. No, do it. Yeah, Rihanna. Rihanna was gonna be my answer. Like, I knew it was. I knew it was. That's my. But like, I don't Pre- know. I don't know who. I, I really don't. I mean, it's probably gonna be Joe Biden, right? Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's probably gonna be an old white dude. Invoice us for That's this idea, DNC. Don't fucking do that. It's gonna be Joe Biden. Get out of here. Probably. Well, I'll take Joe Biden at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just get the. So other how? Do, so why? So did have we just forgotten that Joe Biden like beat his, beat the baby out of his. Like, what is up with that? I mean, I guess because he didn't go to jail or nothing happened. Like nobody talks about like Every time a new like episode comes up, I'm like, are we? He's blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> 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 he blocked me years ago, probably because I was like, hey, what? <laughs> like, he by beat, the way. Yeah, by, by the way, way he beat up his pregnant girlfriend. Why, why are we still discussing why are we, this right why, Yeah, so, but like, I don't know. It's just, um, I don't know. That was a tangent, but like, why don't we? Why don't we? Do, <laughs> he's but like, still though, but like, why don't we? Why, why we just let Joe Budden do this? Like, he's never had an answer for it, and he keeps getting these like big contracts and deals. Nobody's been like him. Mm, what about Joe Budden? Me too. Oh my God, this is gonna be the start of Budden Gate, though. I would like everybody to decide this now. I want Budden Mark Gate to begin. Mark this in the in the in the history, in the history books. books. This is where it began, right here. Get in an academia right now. <laughs> I'm be, down. Be Joe Budden's Hannibal Burrs. But who else would it be besides Biden? I mean, I I want to say somebody younger, maybe a little bit, but I don't know who that person is either. It's gonna be Joe Biden, and maybe he'll have like Kamala as his. Well, I was gonna say Kamala has no chance mate. of of running, not Dolo, obviously, but I mean she has no chance of going at it. Like, no, they're too scared. Like Hillary scared them away from old the white whole, dudes. Right. I think we should have Rihanna. Fuck what I just said. We should. I mean, I think she'd certainly be, uh, you know, fair and diplomatic. She would definitely know how to handle the other world leaders. Mm-hmm. I, I have no doubt right. that Rihanna stands up there in front of the United Nations and NATO and whoever the hell else that she'll get her point across and everyone will be at full attention. Double entendre. Don't ask me how. Don't ask uh, me how. <laughs> I see Don't what you did there. You're how. talking about erections. <laughs> That was disgusting, Joe. Yeah. How could you do that? I drink But you know, I think I no, I don't know. Um Rihanna's too good for the presidency. Yeah, she's I think good. Washington would sully Rihanna. I don't feel she's like too can, good for you, can't, you can't come out of there clean. Did you see that she's that Fenty is gonna be like a a billion dollar company in like two years or something like that? I told you a thousand percent. It seems like the most I can't believe she didn't do it earlier, to be honest with you. I just I like what she's doing for body positivity. Very inclusive. Mm-hmm. I like how she's like embracing her. I want to say weight gain, like her new body. Right. You know, like no, she's. No, but just, when she did that one uh, makeup tutorial for like Vogue, she said she had to learn to contour when she gained weight. Nobody, no Kardashian or Jenner would ever say that. Right. Yeah, yeah, ever. yeah. That's, that's not how they roll. And she's just like so happy with it. You know, yeah. like yeah. she's just so happy with like no self conscious, no anything. No. And she's just happy with it, yeah. like without even like without a lecture, or yeah, it's without not like or any of that kind of shit, any right. sort of like 
when it, nobody and like nobody's really said anything you know like nobody like cosmo hasn't been like what's up with the weight gain over you know like oh, yeah, she's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. yeah i'm gaining weight and i, I look dope <laughs> yeah <laughs> do and, something and, about and, it and, and, this yeah. is what it is and bde bde thousand percent